everyone. Welcome to the Divorced Girl Smiling Podcast. My name is Jackie Pilisoff and I'm your host. I'm the founder of Divorced Girl Smiling, the company that connects people facing divorce with trusted, vetted divorce professionals. We're also a podcast, a website, a mobile app, and I offer the free consult. Before I get started, I want to take a minute to recommend divorce attorney Katherine Miller. If you live in New York or Connecticut and you're looking for a divorce attorney, I would highly recommend Katherine Miller. Katherine is the founder of the Miller Law Group. She's been a divorce attorney for three decades. She is kind, compassionate, a great listener, extremely experienced and very dedicated to the profession. I've known Catherine for a few years now and I really trust her and think she's wonderful. If you want to learn more, you can find Catherine in the trusted professional section of Divorced Girl Smiling or at miller-law.com. Do these questions and thoughts sound familiar to you? Why me? Why would God do this to me? What did I do to deserve this? Why are my friends so happy in their marriages and I'm not? What's wrong with me? I can't take any more bad stuff happening to me. So if any of these thoughts and questions sound familiar, I get it. And I call these the feeling sorry for yourself thoughts. And believe me, I'm not judging you because I've had plenty of these in my times of adversity, which includes divorce. And I truly believe that feeling sorry for yourself is perfectly normal. And I think it is necessary to have that emotion to go through the healing process. I mean, You have to feel sorry for yourself. It's one of the steps in getting through it. But don't let feeling sorry for yourself overstay its welcome. And that's what I want to talk about today. Recently, I had a second hip surgery. And in the last few years, I've had several surgeries. I had a wrist fracture. I had thyroid cancer. I had an endometrial ablation. And so I've had like five surgeries in the last, I'd say, 10 years. And the other day, I just was in this mood and I was feeling really sorry for myself, thinking, you know, why do other people have it so well? And I have five, all these surgeries. And I was like kind of angry and wondering why God was doing this to me. And Then something happened to me and literally it changed my whole attitude. So I was walking into physical therapy using my cane and there was this guy using a walker and I looked down and his leg had been amputated. So that was kind of eye-opening for me. And then I was doing my exercises with one of the guys and he started telling me that 27 years ago, he had triple bypass surgery, and it's a miracle that he's even alive. And then I heard somebody else talking about how she went into this career of being a physical therapist because she tore her ACL, and it was the most painful thing she'd ever gone undergone in her life. And this girl was only like 25 years old. So my point is, I really felt like a shit 
for feeling so sorry for myself. Because honestly, you will never meet a person who hasn't had a life challenge, physical or otherwise. And I want to tell you something about all those friends of yours who you think have such perfect lives. Guess what? They might have a good life, but they have problems too. Or maybe they had problems earlier and now they have a great life, which is wonderful. Isn't that what we want for the people that we love? And so just remember that everybody is going through something. It's a phrase you hear often, but it is so true. Here's what this started me thinking. Life is amazing in so many, so many ways. We can't even count them. It just is. And life is also full of pain. The pain is part of the journey. And I believe the pain is part of the deal you made with God before you were born. That's just what I believe. When you receive the privilege of being on this earth, you have to pay the price that comes with the ticket. And that can mean anything from a tragic loss to a health issue, to money troubles, to accidents, and of course, to heartbreak and divorce. And I'm going to give you an example. So a few years ago, my mom was visiting me and I took her to this art fair in the area and we ran into like a few people I knew. And there was this one woman we talked to. And I don't know her very well, but she's extremely successful, very happily married, second marriage, beautiful, kind, smart, seems to have it all. And after we were talking to her, my mother said to me like, wow, what an amazing woman. She's just, boy, she's really got it together. And I said, guess what, mom? Do you know what her story is? She was married to this guy and she had like two toddlers or babies. They might have even been babies. And one day she came home and the guy was gone, literally went out for a pack of cigarettes and never came back. I mean, I don't know if he went out for cigarettes, but he never came home, cleaned out their bank accounts, and she has never, ever seen him to this day. I mean, can you imagine trying to live with that? And this woman said it was the worst time in her life. She had no money. She wasn't working. She had two kids. She was living in a different country. And she ended up getting her life together so amazingly well that it's wonderful to see that kind of a thing. So when you meet someone who you think is so perfect, try to remember that they have had it rough or they are having it rough too. It is part of life. There are so many things that you can't control and all you can do is try to control what you can. So if you're listening to this and you just found out that your husband is having an affair and you're getting divorced, or even if you're the one who wants a divorce, life is really hard for you right now. I understand it. And if you wanna feel sorry for yourself and get in bed and eat a box of chocolate and cry and watch old movies, do it. But try to remember that this is not gonna be forever. You are smart enough 
to get through this. You can do it. It's not gonna be easy, but look around at other people and really ask yourself if you have a huge, huge problem. I'm not saying your divorce isn't a problem, but it's something you're gonna get through. So again, I think feeling sorry for yourself is a normal, healthy emotion that has to be felt if you're gonna move forward. But I think there comes a time when you have to say enough. I showed myself some love and compassion, and now I'm gonna display these things in a different way. Tough love. I'm gonna push myself to get the help I need, hire a divorce coach if needed, a therapist, support. I'm gonna better myself, I'm gonna get strong, I'm gonna get tough, I'm gonna believe in myself, I'm gonna forgive myself for any mistakes I've made and for the mistakes I'll continue to make. And then that's it, start moving forward. You're listening to the Divorced Girl Smiling podcast with Jackie Pilisoff. I'm talking about feeling sorry for yourself in divorce. I'm gonna take a short break When I come back, I'm going to talk about the pain of divorce and seven reasons why I know you're going to end up happy. I'll be right back. Do you want to make clear, confident decisions during one of the toughest yet most sensitive times in your life? If so, I would recommend hiring divorce coach Karen Covey. Karen is a divorce lawyer and mediator turned divorce coach, and she helps people navigate through the divorce process so that they have less conflict, less expense, and less damage to themselves and their children. I have known Karen for over 10 years. I think the world of her, she is so dedicated to this profession. She's so good at it, and she just is somebody I trust immensely. If you want to learn more about Karen, you can go to karencovey.com or you can find her in the trusted professional section of Divorced Girl Smiling. I also want to highly recommend Joanne Littman, an MBA and a financial advisor. Joanne has a focus on working with people who are divorced or divorcing. And Joanne draws not only from her own divorce experience, but her experience working in this niche with so many clients at all stages of divorce and beyond. Joanne does not have a minimum, meaning she'll take an account size of any size. She doesn't mind having a free consultation with you. She doesn't charge for it. She'll discuss your situation. She's an amazing person, so kind, so dedicated, loves what she does, and has been doing it for a really long time. And if you want to learn more about Joanne, you can find her in the Trusted Professional section of Divorced Girl Smiling. Welcome back to the Divorced Girl Smiling Podcast. My name is Jackie Pilisoff, and I'm your host. Today, I'm talking about feeling sorry for yourself. And now I want to move on to the pain of divorce and seven reasons you are going to end up happy. So I got an email from a reader on Divorce Girl Smiling, and it made me sick. Okay, I get a lot of emails, but this one, oh my gosh, it was heartbreaking. And this woman wrote, 
How do you shake the never want to wake up feeling? I'm so miserable. Every single day is pain and I just want to give up. Before I get into the seven reasons that this woman and you should not give up and why I know you're going to end up happy, I want to tell you that the tone of this scared me. And if you feel this way and you feel like you're in danger of hurting yourself because you're in such bad pain, please call 911 and go to the emergency room. Don't second guess yourself. You will know in your gut if you need help. And if you do, trust me, life is worth living. So make the call if you really feel like you're in danger. Moving on to the advice for the brutal pain of divorce, okay? This is a true statement. Every single person who has gone through a divorce or a bad breakup has felt the brutal pain of divorce like nothing is ever going to change, like they can't ever imagine being happy again, like the pain is consistently there and never goes away. There's nothing they can do to make their life better. The future's hopeless, gray, and dismal, and being happy again seems impossible. So I have six words. Nothing is further from the truth. Okay, let me make something clear. I said it before, you have the right to feel sorry for yourself, to acknowledge your pain, to grieve the end of your marriage and your relationship, to grieve the person you lost. It's healthy, it's normal. And if someone says to you, stop feeling sorry for yourself, you don't have cancer, that doesn't make sense and just don't even listen to that person. You have every right to feel sorry for yourself. But again, you need to let it go and say enough at a certain point, which you will know when that is. And I promise you there is hope and you will end up happy. And here are seven reasons why. Number one, you have physical health. Now, do you feel like punching me right now and saying, okay, I know, I get it, but that's not what I want to hear? You have to hear this. And I wanted to start out with that because that's the most basic, true fact. If you have physical health, anything else is, is possible. If you don't, that's where the real challenges begin. Maybe you have some chronic issues. Maybe you have or have had an illness if you're able to function normally in life, you have opportunities beyond your wildest dreams. You can do what you want when you have independence and freedom, anything. And that specifically goes for if you feel financially challenged because you can work, you can start a business, anything you want is possible. Number two, there is beauty. If you're willing to open your eyes and stop focusing on your divorce and your problems, you will see it everywhere. Like I just went for a walk right before I was recording this podcast and I was like, I didn't even look at these beautiful trees and flowers this morning when I went for my morning walk. Didn't even look. Now, why is that? It was gorgeous. There are so many cute dogs outside. There are cute babies, anything. There is beauty all around us. Elderly people, seeing an act of kindness, listening to a song that you love. Beauty is everywhere. And if you look at it, it will crowd your mind with beautiful things and you won't think about your divorce. 
Number three, you have love. So right now, go get a piece of paper and write down the names of three people you love and who love you back and who you know care about you right now. Take the piece of paper, fold it so it's a small thing and put it in your wallet or your purse. And just have it with you and look at it whenever you want. Number four, your life is gonna change and that can be a good thing. So I've said this a lot, most people don't like change. It's uncomfortable, it's scary, it's stressful, and it just forces you to get out of your patterns. And we as humans don't like that. But sometimes change ends up being the best thing that ever happened to you. And you realize later, I can't even count the number of people who say, my spouse leaving me was the best thing that ever happened to me. So what else is good about being forced into change? You have more wisdom, you have more experience, and I promise you, you're gonna surprise yourself when it comes to your capabilities, your strength, and your courage. You're gonna love the new you, I know it. Number five, you now have purpose and passion. Now, what do I mean by that? you're thinking, well, I don't even know what the hell I want to do. Well, guess what? You have purpose and passion. You just haven't found it yet. So ask yourself some questions. What are you good at? What do you love doing? What makes you happy that isn't a person? What were you born to do? What gives you joy? And if you aren't sure, try a few things. I highly recommend life coaching because this is the kind of thing that they get into and they really bring it out of what's inside of you, of what you want to do and how you're going to get there. You just have to find out what it is. Or maybe you know what it is and you need to do more of it. Doing what you love and having a purpose and having passion is not only great for your physical health, it's going to give you more self-worth more happiness, and it's going to make you happier than any relationship you've ever been in in your life. I promise you. And you know what's going to happen when you're truly happy and you don't even care? You're going to meet the love of your life. I totally get it. So when you do, please email me and tell me that you heard this on my podcast a year ago. All right. Number six, you have value. So I want to say this loud and clear. You matter. You matter so much. Just because your spouse didn't want to be married to you anymore, what does that mean? That doesn't mean shit. It means nothing to you at this point. Other people need you. You matter to your kids. You matter to your family. You matter to your friends. This one guy that treated you like crap, who cares if you don't matter to him or her? You make a difference in this world, and I don't want you to forget that. No person should ever make us doubt ourselves, ever. Last but not least, you have the potential for romantic love if you ever want it again. Now, if you just threw up, I'm sorry. Maybe you're thinking, I'm so upset about this divorce, I'm not at this point to even think about it. Okay, then don't. But in a few months from now, probably sooner than you expect, the picture might look a lot different than what you think. 
And I can tell you from firsthand experience, when I was 49, I broke up with someone and I said to myself, if I'm alone again the rest of my life, I'm at peace with it. I don't even care. I don't want to be in the wrong relationship. And I am now eight years later with the same person still pinching myself because I never realized I could be this happy in a relationship. And I know that I'm not alone. I have heard this from countless men and women who got divorced and it can happen to you too. And I can't even count the number of people who said, no one's going to want me. I'm never going to meet anyone. I promise you that is not the case. It is so much more in your control than you think. So in closing, I want to tell you this. On those days when the pain of your divorce just gets to be too much and you're lying there struggling for a reason to get out of bed, remember that if you don't get out of bed, nothing is going to change. If you do get out of bed, you're taking one step closer to something good happening today, something positive, growing, learning, moving on. You have to get out of bed. And even if it's something as simple as walking to your favorite coffee place and getting a coffee and a scone, just do it. Please remember that God loves you, your family loves you, your friends love you, and the most important thing to ask is, do you love you? Please love you because you deserve to love yourself, to treat yourself with kindness and compassion. And I know you're going to get through this and life is going to get so much better. If you want to find trusted, vetted divorce professionals or listen to more podcasts or read articles or download my mobile app or sign up for my free consult where you and I talk for a half hour. It's completely confidential. It doesn't cost anything. You tell me all your issues. You tell me what you need. And I connect you with people who can help you and support you. Everything from divorce attorneys, mediators, divorce coaches, therapists, anything you need. And Honestly, I have enjoyed talking to so many people and really feel like I'm helping them. I think you'll get a lot out of it. So if you want to do any of those things, come see me at divorcedgirlsmiling.com. This is the Divorced Girl Smiling Podcast with Jackie Pillisoff. I appreciate your listening and we'll talk to you real soon.